Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville, good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. Hey, what's up? So, <laughs> Sorry, I have to mute my phone because we're having some technical difficulties, and the only way I can communicate with Josh back at the studio is through FaceTime. So... Thank God Apple hasn't banned me the way they did Alex Jones. Uh, this is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. And, man, I'll tell you, what an exciting day so far. What an exciting day so far. Bill Nelson, apparently, has already thrown in the towel, uh, and he's he's blaming the Russians. He's blaming the Russians. They've already hacked the Florida election. Seems they have a new song here. It's called The Russians Did It. And, you know, when you play this song, right, no matter when you lose, no matter what you lost at, you play that song. Yeah, it's like, uh, what was that song by Shaggy? It wasn't me, remember that? You can do, that can be like the new excuse. It's like whenever something goes wrong, it's been blame it on the Russians. It's like the Russians did it. The Russians hacked it. Uh, no, the dog didn't eat my homework. The Russians ate my homework. Um, all that kind of said, this is going to be the new go-to. It happened. It happened yesterday with the with the Ohio uh, special election. It's happening already with Bill Nelson. He came out. I don't know if you heard this story, but this is this is really weird. And if you're a senator who's in a if you're a senator and you're in a battle and you want to make sure that you maintain your seat, but you're battling against a very popular two-term governor. In the in the uh, in the era of Trump, are you going to really go out there and start blaming the Russians, saying that they've penetrated certain counties in the state and they have now uh, now have free reign to move about? You're just making your seem senile, which let's face it, probably you know that that could be a possibility. Guy's old enough, you know. Guy, guy. I mean, Bill Nelson's been around longer than uh, well, pretty much everybody everybody I know. Um, and he's, you know, he, it looks like this is going to be his last term. Maybe he sees the writing on the wall and like people said, he's blaming the Russians before he even loses. My name's Bill Nelson. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Vote for me before the Russians invade. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Too late, by the way. They've already they've already penetrated. That wasn't the actual open mic I was trying to buy. It was this one here. Bill Nelson knows he's going to lose. He's already come up with his excuse with Russian meddling. Yeah. I, I mean, it didn't seem to work so well the first time, did it? Yes, we still have the Mueller probe. Yes, we still have the ongoing investigations. Yes, Paul Manafort is still um, undergoing a trial and faces the rest of his life in prison. But it doesn't seem like Russian meddling really stuck the way they wanted it to. doesn't seem to me like Russian meddling really was, you know, was the glue that's holding this whole anti-Trump movement together. Yeah, it, it maybe maybe the anti-Trump movement thinks that it's great, but everybody else on the other side thinks it's ridiculous and stupid and, and and totally illegitimate. So why is a senator running for re-election? Would you throw your hat behind that or throw your weight behind that uh, before it even happens? I don't know, but everybody everybody seems to have an opinion on it. I cannot wait until Bill Nelson is out of the picture. Oh 
But of course, that's going to be Russian interference also. What if you got a speeding ticket? In fact, I'm going to try this. Next time I get a speeding ticket, because it happens from time to time, and the cop pulls me over, and he says, do you know how fast you were going? I'm going to say, sir, I wasn't going that fast. It was the Russians. They, the Russians colluded with my accelerator, and uh, and that's exactly that's exactly what happened. Uh, the, the number, by the way, is 3401045. Now, we are having technical difficulties with some of our equipment, so if you're trying to call in, that don't you know don't because it's not going to work. And we are we we, all, we do have the open mic, so if you want to get in on the open mics, uh, by all means, you can do that. We'll play some of those on the air, and they keep coming in. They keep yeah. There's this whole perception of Florida. I know you know it. The whole Florida man perception. The whole thing with Florida is is a backward state. Florida is the state where they carry gators into grocery stores, for example, to buy beer. Florida is the state where just all the weird things happen. Maybe it's the heat. It, it fries people's minds. But there's the whole Florida man mentality. Everybody's got a gun and they're not afraid to use it. And Bill Nelson coming out and and saying that the Russians have already penetrated the state of Florida. Really, I don't think it really helps matters. And I don't think he want to. I mean, it's basically he's basically saying I'm the Florida guy and I'm running for and I'm running for uh, for Senate again. Um, I'll tell you this. If I were if I were uh, if I were Rick Scott, I'd be thrilled right about now <laughs> because this is, I think, going to put a couple more votes um, in my column. Anyway, it's going to be a very interesting race as we get as we get closer and closer to that. Uh, please send me an open mic if you want to communicate today, because, again, that's the only way we're going to get to hear from you. Now, according to the Mueller probe, I was just reading this one article um, and it was it was it's talking about Donald Trump and how he has an ace in the hole and it's time for him to use it. And that ace in the hole is declassification. Uh, Bill Nelson, Bill Nelson coming forward again and blaming the Russians. It just goes to show that the only way Donald Trump could really end all this right now is to start declassifying documents. All the documents that they're they're arguing over, all the documents they say are the proof, all the documents that they don't want you to see, the ones that that Rod Rosenstein is not sending to Congress, all the documents he's hiding because maybe it shows that he colluded with Hillary Clinton. Maybe it shows that James Comey was part of the whole Clinton machine trying to get her elected. Maybe it shows that that. Struck and Page and everybody else was was, you know, were meddling in these elections the way that everyone thinks they are. Donald Trump has the right and the power to declassify them. He hasn't done that yet. And uh, more and more, there's 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 uh, there's a there's a growing movement on the right side of the aisle for him to do just that, because there was a great the greatest quote I read was the deep state exists in secrecy. When there's no more secrecy, there can be no more deep state. Now, do we just do we just want to like blow open the doors to the Justice Department and let the press and the public come in and say, hey, have at it? Probably not. But we do have the power and the president has the power to go in and declassify anything he wants. And he can start showing people exactly what was going about in the Justice Department, exactly what was going on in the FBI and the CIA. Exactly why he his office was tapped during the election. Exactly what they think that they have on Paul Manafort. All of that can be made public, and the president just has to, you know, sign the order. So it's interesting to see if that's going to be the tact that they take. Rudy Giuliani is out again talking about how the lid's going to, you know, they, or how this is going to blow up in Mueller's face. He's saying there's no, there's absolutely no evidence, and every day that goes on, every day that Paul Manafort is being, uh, is being, you know, um, accused, every day that his trial continues without any kind of proof, but which they, I mean, there is no proof of anything. 
Uh, there's speculation. There's there's, you know, uh, the testimony of some of his uh, cohorts who have been promised immunity, which weakens their arguments as it is. So th- the whole thing either is going to a come to an abrupt halt because we're going to realize there's nothing there or b Donald Trump's going to have to do something to end it. But but Rod Rosenstein has already been under fire by Republicans who who you know a, a group of them said, hey, let's get this guy out of here. Let's start the impeachment hearings against Rod Rosenstein. Of course, that was short lived. We may see a resurgence of that. We may see that come back into play. Um, on the other side, you're seeing Bill Nelson now continuing to blame elections that haven't even happened yet on Russian interference and Russian hacking and Russian collusion. It's really fascinating. It just it just goes to show that Florida is going to be uh, a state that people are watching once again. And Bill Nelson, I don't know that he's even a contender this time around. Is it going to be so close that Bill Nelson can blame it on anything? The best thing that could happen now for Rick Scott and for Donald Trump even and for everyone else who who just doesn't believe that this Russia thing is even a thing is for Rick Scott to get blown out of the water is to, uh, for Rick Scott to blow Bill Nelson out of the water on the you know in a landslide. If Rick Scott has an incredible amount of if he wins by like 10 percentage points, 5 percentage points even. If it's if it's not even uh, if it's not even close then there's no way that Bill Nelson could say that he lost for any other reason than the fact that nobody wants him to be the senator in the state of Florida anymore. 3401045. We're going to try to fix these phone lines. But in the meantime, send me an open mic message. Did you hear that Bill Nelson is saying that the Russians have already affected his election or re-election, which doesn't happen for another couple months? Uh, download the News 1045 mobile app and send me your open mic messages. This is the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. My name is Mark A. Thanks for being here today. It's a very, it's a very interesting day today because uh, we're having some issues. I mean, we always have issues, but we're having some issues uh, with the phone lines. We're not able to connect with the phone. So if you're calling in and you want to talk, oh, but apparently my my email works fine. So we'll hold on, let me pull that down because that's not, that's a problem. Uh, but we're having some issues with the phones. We're working on it. We've got the engineers. Uh, however, the open mics still work really well. So if you wanted to get in touch with me, if you had a comment, if there's something you're just itching to say, then uh, the open mic is is the best way to do that. Maybe. You guys are having technical difficulties because the Russians got to go. Okay. Yeah, according to Bill Nelson, <laughs> that would have gone a lot smoother had uh, I not, you know, messed it all up. But apparently the Russians are still... They haven't gotten word, you know, the soccer ball summit in Helsinki that apparently didn't stop. Um, You know, maybe the Democrats were right. Maybe Donald Trump should have taken a harder line with uh, with the Russians and Vladimir Putin, because according to Senator Bill Nelson, who represents you, I'd like to point out if you're listening, if you can hear me, a guy who represents you and your interests and who the rest of the world is looking at as as a uh, as a, a representative of the entire state of Florida has now come out and said not only did the Russians hack the election in 2016 but they've already they've already hacked the election in 2018 the midterms they're already they've penetrated already they're walking around there could be Russians I mean in Jacksonville walking down the street there could be Russians I don't know at the game tonight you know, if the Jaguars lose, here's what you got to do. Blame the Russians. 
I know it's a preseason game. I know they're not going to play all their starters. I know they don't want to stress their their you know their young recruits, whatever. But if the if the Jaguars lose to the Saints tonight, it's not the Jaguars' fault. It's not the defense fault. It's not the coaching staff. It's not the fans. It's the Russians. That's our new go-to excuse for everything. Uh, whether it's technical difficulties here in the studio or uh, Bill Nelson losing an election. Uh, you know, and it, it, it makes sense. They can't prove that the Russians have hacked the election, which really technically move, uh, means they can't prove that they have it. You know, it's that old catch-22. Prove it. Well, you prove it. Prove to me that it happened. You prove to me it didn't happen. There's no way to do either. Yes, you're innocent until proven guilty, um, unless, of course, you're Donald Trump, in which case it's the other way around. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. I can't imagine that it's going to end well for Bill Nelson. I don't think it was going to end well for Bill Nelson anyway, because Donald Trump is a very popular president, not in the media, but in like, you know, the real world where real world people live and work, the people that, you know, work where you work, the people at the grocery store, the people who sell, sold you your car. The people who fix your car, the people who grow the food, the people who aren't in the media or in Washington, all those people, they like Donald Trump and they like what he's doing. And he's very popular uh, of the elections, the special elections and, and primaries. Donald Trump supported candidates won five out of five times. This bears really well for people like Ron DeSantis, who basically are, are, have all but said, I'm Donald Trump in their campaign ads. This does not bear well for people like Adam Putnam. Who's been who's been, you know, putting him down. <laughs> uh, this is this is not very well for Bill Nelson because he's running against Rick Scott, who is not only a very popular governor in Florida, but is also a political ally and friend and supporter of Donald Trump. And when the rallies start, they've already started. Don't forget, Donald Trump was down here in Tampa. He'll be here a lot more. Don't think that that was his first and last visit. Donald Trump will come to Tampa. He'll go to Miami. He may come to Jacksonville. He may be in Orlando. We don't know where this guy's going to go. This guy has a plane and he will use it. But Ron DeSantis and, and Rick Scott are two of his best buds in Congress. And they are both running for important positions. Governor of the state of Florida, which I still believe is like the fourth or fifth most populated state. The economy here, one of the, I think, the third largest in the in the nation as far as state economies, and Rick Scott, who is who could give him uh, a, a Republican seat in the Senate. Donald Trump will be here quite often, uh, probably more often than the Russians. Three four zero one zero four five. Don't call. Send me an open mic. This is the Marque Show. We'll be right back. People insist on wasting an hour of airtime every day with this babbling idiot, Mark K. All it means for me is change the channel immediately when he comes on. Please bring back Herman Cain. Uh, by the way, I spoke to Herman Cain the other day, and he wanted me to remind you that if you uh, don't like my show, he does a live Facebook feed of his podcast every day on HermanCain.com. <laughs> so for those of you that just can't stand me, uh, I would recommend that. That's a great day. You know, that's a great. He's a great guy, and you know, he's uh, he'll talk about nine 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 and uh, taxes and all that other stuff. And uh, and it's a lot, and you can actually see his face. He and he gets right up there in the camera. But uh, but you know, uh, he's 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 hung up the old headphones and. He is now uh, he's a Facebook only broadcaster, which I'm going to be honest with you. If we keep having these technical difficulties, I'm just going to do that, too. 
I'm just going to be like, screw this, man. We got a multi-million dollar radio station and we can't even take phone calls. I'm just going to go broadcast on Facebook uh, because that's where all the people are anyway, right? Well, except for Alex Jones. <laughs> he's, he's, he know, he won't be able to listen to the show because they've they've totally shut him down. Uh, 3401045 is our number, and I give that out strictly uh, because it's habit. Um, don't call today because, as I said before, we're not going to be able to get you. That's bad for two reasons. Number one, there's a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about. For example, Bill Nelson trying to trying to already play the Russia card. He's already playing the Russia card and he hasn't even lost the election yet. But I imagine if you start making excuses this early on, your uh, your your polling information is not really positive. And especially when you see how people are just getting I mean, all of these incumbents are winning uh, with Donald Trump support. When you see that all of these candidates in special elections are winning with Donald Trump support. And when you know you have to go up against Rick Scott, who won not one, but two gubernatorial races in the state and has the full backing and support of Donald Trump. I mean, it, it's like you may even just you might as well just pack it up. You might as well just announce your retirement and bow out gracefully. That's what I would do if I were Bill Nelson and I'd been a senator for 182 years and I knew that this was probably my last chance to, to duck out quietly, to leave on my own terms. And, if, you know, if I sat down and I had a planning meeting with my staff and they're like, look, you got an uphill battle. You've got Rick Scott. You've got Donald Trump. You've got a red state, which we currently are. You've got immigration issues. You've got an amazingly strong economy. You had absolutely nothing to do with it, by the way. And now uh, now is a great time. You're old enough. No one would blame you, Senator Nelson, if you just if you just retired, if you said, you know what, I've had enough of this rat race. Uh, I've, I've done my my service to this country, and I feel like it's time for the next generation to step up. And that's a great way of leaving without getting pummeled by somebody else. It's not losing. It's retiring. It's great. They do it all the time in corporate America. If you're over the age of 65 and your company gets bought out or you get merged or, you know, whatever, or they just think that you they don't want you around anymore, they go to you and they say, hey, we have an idea. Why don't you retire? And if you don't retire, you're going to get fired. And you have to live with that for the rest of your life. And that's why a lot of people will announce their retirement or say, I'm going to retire early. It saves a big hassle, saves a lot of face for everyone. But Bill Nelson took door number two. And door number two was, all right, I'm going to lose the election. Should I retire? No, I don't want to be a quitter. Let's do this. Let's blame the Russians. Let's say that the Russians have infiltrated the Florida voting system. And let's say that if I lose, that's the reason why. And there needs to be an investigation. In fact, why wait till after I lose? Let's do it before the race is even run. That's the that's the that's the uh, philosophy that he's going with. Someone on his staff, someone in his campaign thought, you know what? This Russia collusion thing is working so well that we should start. Maybe it was the same person that blamed the Ohio loss on Russian collusion. Maybe it was the same people that, that blamed, maybe Hillary Clinton called Bill and was like, uh, Bill, you know what I did? I would recommend I did this and it's working really well. Maybe you should try it. Just blame the Russian. Maybe they can drum up some more fake documents or dossiers uh, on Rick Scott. You know, maybe that's probably what's going to happen. You're going to see there's going to be a, a dossier where Rick Scott once went and stayed in a hotel room in, in Moscow that Bill Nelson stayed in and did naughty things with naughty women. And uh, then that's going to be proven uh, to be fake. Too. Who knows? But that's uh, that's the narrative that's going on. <laughs> that's going on right now. So I'm upset that we don't have the phones for that reason. The other reason I'm upset we don't have the phones is because this is my Friday. 
It's Thursday for most people, but I'm going to be, uh, I have to go, I have to take off tomorrow. I have a very important meeting in Atlanta uh, that I have to attend. And in order to get there in time, I have to, you know, long story short, I ain't going to be here. But I wanted to do our week in review spelling bee because it's one of my favorite things that we do all week. And because we have Bob Dylan tickets to give away now. We still have the Bob Dylan tickets to give away. We just have to do it in a different in a different fashion. I was going to do, as I said before, we can review spelling bee, which would require phones, which would require people to be able to contact us live for a, for a talk back so that they could compete and see who is not only the most knowledgeable about current events, but also the best speller. And that person would then go on to see Bob Dylan when he comes to the Times Union Center later this year for, you know, what could be his last concert, unless the Russians infiltrate it. In which case, there's not going to be a Bob Dylan. It's going to be something else entirely. Um, you know, so that was that was the plan. Now we're going to have to come up with a new game. And we already did karaoke. We did the we did the karaoke on Monday. That was a lot of fun. So I was trying to think, of, you know. You know, what do I do with my kids? What's something fun I can do with the open mics? I mean, with my kids, sometimes I'll just say pick a number between like one and ten. And if you and if you whoever gets whoever gets the number right wins the last scoop of ice cream or, you know, gets the last uh, gets the last piece of uh, chocolate cake or maybe we'll do that. All right. Here's what you here's what we're going to do. Pick a number between the first person to correctly identify the number that I'm thinking of. And here, I'll even write it down. I'll write it down on a sheet of paper, and I'll show it to Josh. Uh, let me think of it. Okay, good. Here we go. That's the number. So now, uh, send an open mic message in, and just tell me what number uh, you, I'm thinking of. And if you're the first person to get it right, you'll go see. You'll go see Bob Dylan. I mean, that's the. I'm sorry. That's what we're. That's what we've come to. <laughs> that's what. That's what we've been reduced to uh, here on the Mark K Show. Maybe I should have taken today off. Now that I. Now that I think of it, maybe in hindsight, I should have taken today off. Um, in all seriousness, though, there's a couple of things I did want to mention, and one of them is a story that I thought would be bigger than it actually is. I thought this story was going to be the front page of everything. I, you know, when I first, I, and I was, uh, I was running out the door yesterday to go somewhere. I think I was take, picking my kids up from, from piano or something. And, uh, and I, and I was going out the door and I looked at my phone and I saw this come across as a, as a push alert, as like a notification from uh, WOKV. And I go, Oh, this is going to be big. But ever since that moment, it's kind of gotten less and less attention. It's kind of gotten buried. And I really had to, even this morning when I went on the Drudge Report and when I went on CNN and when I went on even Fox News, I didn't see anything about this story on the main page. And it's this really bizarre and petrifyingly scary story about this dude in New Mexico who built and was running a compound to train kids for school shootings. And I heard about it first yesterday. I mentioned it to a couple of people. Uh, I was at an, I had an event last night at the new office Evolution. We were talking about it there. And when I got home, I, I thought I would see more about it on the news. Now, locally, we had a, a breaking news story this morning, which pushed all the headlines back. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But I thought for sure this story was going to get a huge huge, uh, you know, investigative push, but it seems to have kind of fallen by the wayside. I mean, if you think about it, it is really, I mean, it, it's like a, it's like a movie would be made about something like this. You have a guy from Georgia 
who was arrested in New Mexico at a compound, a makeshift compound where several boys who were in horrible condition, malnourished, no shoes, looked like they were living in a third world country, were being trained with AR-50s and handguns and, and you know, uh, highly dangerous weapons. They were being trained to carry out massive casualty incidents at, at schools around the United States of America, being trained in the United States of America to carry out shootings in the United States of America at high schools. This has every this has guns, this has school shootings, this has terrorism. Uh, the guy happens to be a Muslim as well. He's from Georgia. I'm shocked that this isn't a bigger story. Maybe, maybe it's getting buried purposely. Maybe there's been bigger news that I'm unaware of. But uh, as I said before, this is something that I'm going to, and I don't want to get all Alex Jones on you, but I feel like this could be, if this isn't front page news for the next couple of days, I feel like there may be some kind of cover up. Uh, 3401045. Again, don't call, but if you would like those Bob Dylan tickets, send me an open mic and tell me what number I'm thinking of between 1 and 10. If you're the first person to correctly identify it, you get the tickets. Quick break, I'll be right back. This is the Marque Show on News 1045 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. <laughs> Probably, uh, if you even knew. Uh, thanks so much for joining me today. We're, try- we're trying to give away. Um, we're trying to give away these tickets, and we can't do our typical. We can't do what we typically do because we have an issue with our phone lines. And typically, what we do is this great game called Weekend Review Spelling Bee. But that's next today. It's not happening. So I came up with a very high concept competition called uh, Pick a Number Between One and Ten. Tell me what number I'm thinking of, and if you can correctly identify the number, then you win the tickets to see Bob Dylan um, coming up at the Times Union Center. And you know what? Surprisingly, a lot of people really want to play. So uh, we've been getting, we've been collecting the open mic messages for the last couple minutes. We've been tr- we've been trying to get them on, and uh, I, I think let's see, we have a couple of guesses here. Let's see, let's see if uh, anyone's coming close. You're thinking of number three. Oh, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. Unfortunately, no, I'm not thinking of number three. Uh, here's another one. Three. No, I'm, no, I'm still not thinking of three. Uh, here's one more. Hey, Mark K. I'm thinking the number is seven. Seven. You're thinking the number is seven, and that is correct. Look at that. That was fun. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was very anti it's very anticlimactic. Look, we just, the engineer was just in here, and he's gonna he's working on it. I said to him, I said, you can fix the problem, right? And he said, I don't know, which means yes. It just means he's going to make a big deal about it because um, that's, that's what you do. You don't want to go, oh, yeah, simple fix. You want to go, oh, it's going to be complicated because then you, you make yourself uh, way more important. I do the same thing. If people are like, can you do this? I go, that's going to take a lot of effort and skill on my part. And then when it gets done, they're like, oh, my God, thanks for all the extra effort and skill. When really all I did was, you know, hit a button. Uh, the fun fact, that's a good day. If you're, it's a good life lesson if you're, if you're headed out into the workforce. You know, never say anything's really easy because you're basically just cheapening your own self. Uh, anyway, uh, b- before we leave, I wanted to mention this one story that's been making headlines all day. And it was breaking news overnight about the shooting in Jacksonville Beach at the Waffle House. And it, I mean, it's such just a weird and bizarre story with this guy who just starts open firing on police officers. My wife, actually, I, I knew what had happened and I'd read the story when I got here this morning. But my wife texted me because apparently 
I didn't realize, but we uh, we know the police officer's wife very well. Um, she was one of my, my son's former teachers. And so I started going on Facebook and looking and seeing what was going on. And thank God that he's going to be okay. Uh, Officer William Ironman was shot in the leg in the pelvic region. And he and his whole family, you know, they're, I mean, no one wants to get shot. But uh, but in the line of duty, it's it's definitely something that happens. And the, the news is good that he's going to make a recovery. And that's, and that's phenomenal news. But the whole story in and of itself is just bizarre because here's a 27-year-old guy walking down the street and just starts opening fire on a marked police car, which is just about as blatant an attack on law enforcement as you can get. And to not only do that, but to, to then get chased and and uh, do have an open gun battle at Jack's Beach in front of a Waffle House with other officers. I mean, th- this whole thing is is really bizarre. And Chief Ju- uh, Chief Dooley out there in the uh, and the uh, police department, they've been tweeting out and we have the suspect is in custody and he's now being charged with two counts of attempted murder. But the whole thing, I mean, when you think about it, the motive for this, uh, you, we're not really sure what it is, but the target was clear. This was a guy who was targeting two police officers in Jack's Beach for no other reason than they were police. As far as you know, every report I've heard was just the guy was walking down the street at the cops. It was a canine unit. And he all of a sudden realized bullets were flying at him. It's not like he pulled somebody over and said, hey, you know what? You know why I'm pulling you over? It's not like they said, hey, you stop. And the guy started opening fire. It's not like they stopped him in the commission of some kind of crime that they know about. Right now, the way it's been described and the way we've seen it in the news is that the guy just opened and fired uh, on these police officers. Now, unfortunately, shot one. But fortunately, the good news again is that it appears that he's going to recover. Anyway, we'll follow this story and the motives and everything through today and tomorrow. So whatever you do, don't go to keep it locked right here on News 104.5 WOKB. I'm Mark i I'll be back Monday. Stay tuned for the news and Rush Limbaugh. They're next. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.